welcome back everyone to the 25th episode of the EJ Sparks Conversation Podcast. Um, today is going to be an awesome episode because I'm touching on a specific sort of topic or theme around nutrition um, because my guest here, Louise, welcome Louise, <laughs> she's a... Um, studied nutrition at uni and is now sort of working in headspace around um, youth mental health and um, still has that passion for nutrition and still tries to bring that into the work she does um, today through the youth. So really, really excited about this one where sort of we'll touch on um, a fair bit around nutrition, around the foods we eat, that sort of thing. So I hope everyone sort of enjoys it. But um, yeah, the the headspace um horsham team i've sort of had a fair bit of involvement with in the past and louise actually um sort of reached out at the start of the push-up challenge which i did back in may um and sort of will um keep in contact through that and then um met her the at towards the end of the push-up challenge and found out she was uh, had trained in, in nutrition I was like so stoked so um yeah really really excited about this one um so yeah You're welcome right. Louise Thanks, really Ethan. really excited for this yeah. um now my first question which I like to ask to just break the ice yep. you know bring out all the silliness is what is your weirdest habit yeah weirdest habit right look I think I'm a pretty quirky person <laughs> and um some things I do, you know, doesn't everyone do that or, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. When I was having, I'll have a think about it. Um, when I go to bed at night, mm. I have to make sure all the wardrobe doors are closed <laughs> and go to the other rooms. Other room doors <laughs> need yeah. to be open, but then my bedroom door needs to be closed. closed. So, yeah, I go close all the cupboard doors. Yeah. Keep my bedroom door closed <laughs> and then go open up other doors. And I don't know, it's kind of like this, um, there's like a tidiness yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of, what was that? Um, the minimalists. Yes. The minimalists. Yes. And you know that stress, stress that you can feel with like stuff Having around. some around, yeah. 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 Um, went through a big like tidy up and clean up sort of last yeah. year and sort of this feeling of sort of lightness yeah. around me. So I think yeah. that's kind of where the cupboard, closing the cupboards comes from. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I also do love to make sure my um, cup of tea cup is really well rinsed because um, I think... <laughs> all the dishwashing liquid might still be on it. So I'll make right. sure it's nice and rinsed yeah. and extra warm. Um, so, yeah. 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 I, yeah. You, you kind of wonder, do other people do this? Yeah. <laughs> just me. But yeah. It's everyone, everyone has the, human. It's yeah, so, that's it. Yeah. So I just want to quickly touch on that. Yeah. Um, how do you like feel since kind of like tidying up things and, and sort of um, I'm not sure. Have you gone kind of that more minimalist way? Absolutely. And uh, my mum is a real, my mum and dad are real minimalists. Yeah. Um, right. So I grew up in a real minimalist household. household yeah. Um, and yeah, I sort of, you sort of, what you've grown up with. Yeah. You kind of like emulate yes. your life later yes. on. Um, but once doing this cleaning, like, you know, just having things there, you know, a ticket from a trip yeah a little while ago because yeah. you just hold on to it and yeah. it just ends up in the cupboard yeah. or you buy new towels yeah. and you just tend to keep 
the old, old ones. Yeah. You just you kind of like, oh well, mm. I need new ones. Yeah. And I should go to St. Finney's and drop them off. Mm. And you sort of don't um, sort of observe that in and out. Yes. In a way. So yeah, after doing the big tidy up, as soon as I did it, you know, we went through a week of doing it, yeah. going through every room. Um, clothes and things like that. Yeah. You know, does this bring me joy? Mm. Do I really need this? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just felt this like real lightness once I had done it. Wow. Um, I even to the point where I had you know trophies and ribbons from when I was a kid. And yeah. Things like that. I just ended up you know popping them up and taking a photo of them. Yeah. Just kind of ridding them because yeah. it's like this is taking up room. Mm. I'm never going to pull this out. Mm-hmm. ever again you know mm-hmm. I'm not going to be arty and repurpose it in any no. way I just you know yeah. I'm more then, of a paint not- canvas person yeah. when it comes to creation so yeah I just took photos and then yeah, yeah it's yeah. just gone but yeah there was this definite lightness yeah yeah because even like I know when I'm at uni, I, I have a lot of my like I've a very small bedroom yeah and um, in outdoor ed like I've got a lot of gear um, for like my camps and stuff and I find that my room although I have a fair bit in it I need to like really have it all tucked away under the bed or like sort of quite tidy yeah to me actually then feel as you said that sense of lightness yeah even though I have a fair bit in there and it's a small room but I've like needed to pack it away yeah um and keep it tidy most of the time yeah um and definitely do notice that when things when I come back from a trip and things accumulate in a corner or whatever it's it starts to build on you and you almost like that anxiety kind of you know pressure there um and it gets pretty pretty full on and then when you clean it, it's like whew, yeah, yeah a clearness yeah a clarity clarity yeah um i'm a real visual i don't know if this is related anyway but i'm a real visual learner like what i yes. see um the energy yes like you know feed off energy yeah yeah um, so when things are around it's sort of i'm distracted you yeah. know it takes my mind mm. off things and then i I get curious yes, yeah. what's there or, yeah, mm, distractions. True, so, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I very much like a touch and yeah. sight. Sight, yeah, um, learner. So, yeah, I wonder how that relates yeah. to someone yes. who doesn't sort of place that emphasis on seeing mm, as well. True. So, yeah, I'd be curious to ask yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little little diversion little there, but that's all right. Um so going back to you sort of briefly touched on there about your childhood and stuff and mm. um so back to when you were sort of in your teens or in high school like did you know what you wanted to do did you know you wanted to go down the the nutrition side and were you interested and in, and sort of brought up yeah. um in a, a family that loved their food and sort of were <laughs> thinking about that and, and yep. conscious yeah definitely um Food for me started um, very young. Um, My grandparents always had, um, they lived in Melbourne, but even then they had a small backyard. The whole backyard was filled with a veggie veggie patch and fruit trees and stuff like that. So my earliest memories are always, you know, in the backyard with Nana and Papa, like Mm. picking, you know, strawberries, picking carrots, shelling peas, sitting around a bucket, shelling peas (laughs) together or 
picking, you know, oh, this fruit ready and you yeah. just be like eating it straight off Straight the tree. tree, yeah. Um, kind of that. And I love my grandparents. Like mm. just really awe of mm. them as hard workers. And um, so, yeah, just had this really intimate love of food and where food comes from yeah probably a really early age um my mum and dad the same so we have we were on land um so we had really large um veggie patch and you know dinner you know dessert would be rhubarb or yeah have herbs over it yeah um you would be making things like um from scratch scratch and and yeah that and you know other kids would come over and visit your house and you'd be having like all these like veggies with tuna or mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And they'd be like, what Ooh. the hell is yeah. this? You know, what, Not what is this the... food? You know, yeah. Um, just even things like making pancakes. You go to the other kids' houses and you'd be like, the hey, bottle. Just, like shake a bottle yeah. <laughs> that they make pancakes with. <laughs> like, what? What is happening? <laughs> like, I don't, you yeah. know, I didn't know pancakes from come from a bottle. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was the, you know, the flour um, and then the butter comes from the cow. Has, and, yeah. You know, you, you know, the egg and chicken. You know, yeah. It comes from a cow. The cow and the chicken. chicken, yeah. So, yeah, definitely always this sort of love um, with food yeah. and um, where it comes from. Yeah. And, um, just the joy. Yeah, that, that it brings. Bring. Like, you know, there would be lots of sort of barbecues and and, Mm. you know spending time around food it was very um wholesome wholesome, yeah celebratory yeah um just a joyous time to come together yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. i love that so then when you were like year 12 or year 11 year 12 and sort of more of a pointy end of high school yeah did you have your your heart set on sort of studying nutrition or were you thinking other paths i kind of did a um I did work experience at a florist. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, because I just wanted to um, walk around the city. Yes. I have this fine line between this um, real explorer. Yeah. Curiosity sort of brain to um, this very scientific. How does it work? You yes. Know, type of brain. So I sort of split down the middle. Um, so yeah, I went and did work experience in a florist in year ten, and then in year eleven I decided no primary school teaching would be so fun to be an art teacher how would that be and then I got to year 12 and sort of that reconnection with food I'm like no I love food you know I'm going to apply for dietetics yeah um so in year 12 I applied um for dietetics and I got into that um but then (laughs) I got this um, offer to um, work in a travel agency. Oh, right. And so I thought, hell yeah, I'm going to travel the world and yeah. eat food around the world. No. <laughs> so I went and did that um, for a little while instead. Yeah. So, so um, it took a sort of gap year after you finished? No, no? I stayed in the tra- travel industry for about eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah no, I stayed there for a while. and you know, A good gap year. Yeah, a really long gap year. <laughs> Lots of cheap travel. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, But then I suppose that reconnection with nutrition and food come back. um, Mm -hmm. I went through quite a health crisis. Yeah. um, And I wasn't eating the right foods. There was, you know, lots of functions Mm -hmm. and lots of stress in the job and a management level. Um, So corporate travel. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I ended up with really severe 
eczema all over my body and you know had gotten really overweight yeah I had sort of depression and anxiety and Mm -hmm. yeah lots of sort of um yeah really this is not me sort of feelings yes and what are we going to do about it yeah so um sort of go back to your childhood off to the naturopath Mm -hmm. I was a nutritionist Mm -hmm. and did this and I had never had this journey with nutrition and naturopathy um on a health crisis level level, yeah yeah, where it was because you've always yeah it required for a you know a reason a reason yeah. you know when i was a kid i just never had any issues just, like i just went along with it taking antibiotics yeah. i was a really healthy kid yeah so yeah this this you know this um new sort of way of looking at how my health so yeah yeah so naturopath and you know change my diet back to what i used to be like yeah. as a kid and you know just back to those basics yes, yeah you know, making sure you know coil had snuck into my life yeah i never had cordial in my life yeah you know um you know alcohol um, and yes. you know sort of those fatty foods and the takeaway and yeah. things like that processed foods yeah, yeah. come into my life that i just had not had before and yeah. um yeah through that sort of um, process working with the nutritionist um, I was like I need to go back this stuff is amazing like yeah. how amazing can you feel um, yeah. you know when you're really well um, mm. and to go through that I was like no I'm going back to uni so yeah I went back to study about wow. and health science in nutrition so, yeah yeah and was that like a big jump for you was that scary going back to uni it was at sort of that age ridiculous because um you know, I had to learn chemistry and physics right. and biochemistry Gosh. and all these sort of true, things. And true, yeah. you know, back in year twelve, I was such a curious kid and asked lots of questions. Yeah. So I was kind of told, you know, just stick to the arts. Yeah. yeah too yeah, hard yeah. to teach. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that sort of inner dialogue right. or that narrative was, you know spartan enough to do this so yeah it definitely was a big jump Um, but once i had made the decision that i wanted to go back and study it only took me like a couple of months to because once something's in my head right yeah i'm gonna do this so yeah yeah jumped into it and yeah yeah, it's probably the best yeah best thing i ever did so awesome yeah and so then um when you came out of uni did you sort of work within nutrition in a how, how do they sort of work well like, you get real more, burnt out after uni yes yes you do <laughs> and you're yeah. exhausted and you're like how did i get through that yeah um and going as a mature age yeah. you kind of don't have your parents backing yeah. you gotta work and do you yeah. at the same time um so i think i took a couple a good couple of months off um yeah. and just worked in a chemist yeah blackmores yeah just you yeah. Know, talking about supplements and things yeah. like that and then i cool. thought no i'm ready i feel sort of mentally and physically healthy mm. i'm ready to help other people yeah i think that's really important mm-hmm. when you're helping other people i to mean share that knowledge yeah to share that knowledge but also be at a point where you're Mm. at a safe place to help mm. others so yeah i jumped into clinical work wow and did private practice and that was in um melbourne so i was still Jeez. in melbourne at the time um and then ended up buying a clinic um and taking over a clinic wow um and having 
work is there, so yeah. nutrition and kinesiology and naturopaths and yeah. working with um, Melbourne Fertility and doing sort of, yeah, really interesting, interesting things, yeah, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it, it was, yeah, definitely eye-opening yeah. um, and you sort of get to start to know your niche with mm. nutrition, you know, what mm. really interests it's you and yeah. um, what sort of, you can't know it all and, yeah. you know, you definitely find something that you really want to work on. So, so what was that for you, that at niche? At the time, I think it was fertility yeah. and gut health. Oh, that was kind of like cool. the main sort of things that I was really interested in. Um, always had this because I had gone through it, that yes. mental health and yes. that gut relationship and then the fertility myself. Yes. So, yeah. you know, um, and then I ended up falling pregnant. And right. You know, I had to sell the clinic because I got really sick. And so, yeah, that sort of ended my clinical side of Things, um, working. Yeah. So, and then um, moved to Horsham to sort of take on this mental health. Wow. Role, so. And that, that would have been a huge jump. Had you been to Horsham before or known Grew of up here. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I did. I grew up okay. here. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. I had family here. Um, cool. still so okay. when you're trying to learn to be a parent you sort of go back yes. to family yes. and um yeah it was wonderful to have that support yeah. around so yeah, yeah definitely yeah oh beauty yeah and then how, how long have you been at headspace for oh i think i just clicked over the two years wow before that when I, well, before that in Melbourne, I was doing some work at a drug and alcohol rehab okay. um, and just teaching um, the residents there around um, just steaming vegetables, yeah. just cooking rice, yeah. just sort of that empowerment over how they could look after their bodies, bodies and also yeah. how they could um, feel like they were in control of something. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of them had never boiled water had never right. you know boiled an egg nice. or anything like that so we're just doing that sort of basic yeah really um education around cooking skills yeah and i think that's where that sort of the love of mental health and food sort Clicks. of came in yeah um doing that volunteer role it kind of you know this is where you're making the impact mm. and i think mm. the clinic work even though it was um even though rewarding, yeah, I think the reward for me was seeing someone being able to boil a pot of water and just being really stoked that that's what they could do and yeah. to be able to hard boil an egg and then just to take it out yeah, and, and then eat it, eat it within yeah. five minutes or eight minutes or yeah. whatever it takes. Um, yeah, that that's where I felt yeah. the impact. Um, was and I think that you know in yourself brings some joy when you feel like well for me making change yeah you know yeah yeah um, it's rewarding so yeah. yeah yeah so when I come to Horsham I took on a role as a youth um, drug and alcohol counselor because yeah. um, I have that counselling background as well yeah um, and yeah just trying to do those sort of early. Skills, yeah. intervention skills, just know how to look after your body, how mm. to sort of be empowered by routine and yeah. just doing sort of those basic education, um, you know, when are we going to get up in the morning, 
going yeah. to bed at the same time. Um, yeah. You know, creating habits for yourself. Yeah. And you know, if you can grow a little pot of spinach, so be it. Yeah. You know? Like, what are How you doing that? to yeah. fill your day and give you purpose? Mm. Um, and I think food and nutrition brings purpose. Yeah. Definitely. To your life, or definitely. just one part of bringing purpose it's to your life. life. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I want to get into yeah. Touch you touch on a lot of different <laughs> I things. Know, I want to no 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 really really good because those sort of topic areas is some that I really want to sort of yeah. um, expand on today. But just so we can sort of get a basic understanding mm. of food, mm. like what is the the relationship between food and, and our bodies? Like the, mm. the most sort of basic kind of understanding there because I think people too often disregard food and how it can really impact them yeah absolutely it's a interesting relationship that we have um, with food probably from a chemistry Mm. perspective Um, food inward equals energy equals output yeah i suppose in a very basic Basic. level yeah we need food to function Function. Mm. um and when we're functioning we can live our life Mm. um when we start cutting out food groups or not eating enough or um, we're not getting the right nutrients that's on a biochemistry level we're not sort of getting the precursors that we need um, to create things yeah. in the body. Um, so, yeah, from a chemical level, um, yeah, it gets very intricate. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we need food so we can live. Um, mm. Our body, it's it's fuel. It's 100%. required for life. So, yeah. yeah. And then is the, the quality, you sort of said there, like the, mm. the quality of the food, and if we're missing out on, on food groups, that really does have an impact on us, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like say protein protein is broken up lots of amino acids in it um so when we have the amino acids in the body i kind of think of like um i used to do this analogy when i was working in drug and alcohol Mm. rehab and i would put depending on the group i would put a flower up of a pot plant and i'd draw a flower pot plant and like tell me what this plant needs to live and they would say, yeah. oh, the sun, oh, we need water, oh, we need soil, so, we need yeah. this to sit in sunlight some of the day and, you know, mm. some of the day. And then I would put up a car because I would, you know, there would be a lot of rev heads in there. And yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you've got to chamois it. You've got to, like, put rims on it. You've got yeah. to, like, put fuel in it. And make sure you change the oil, yeah. Things. And I'm like, yeah, right. Well, food does the exact same thing. Like... If we get all the little, you know, chemicals and the nutrients and vitamins within the food, it actually fuels all these different, the immune system, our endocrine system, you know, how our thyroid works, how our neurotransmitters work, you know, all these different things that happen in our body. We need these little building blocks. So yeah, 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 because that's what protein essentially is. Those building blocks. So yeah, those amino acids. Yeah. And kind of look at carbohydrates, and you're like, well, that's energy. Mm. It's energy output. Um, When you look at carbohydrate, you're looking at also, you know, the carbohydrate that is not digestible so is that clearing out the intestines and taking toxins out and Mm. yeah so it's not just energy but 
what else is it doing in your body yeah. as well? Because um, like the brain, its only fuel source is glucose yes. and that comes from carbohydrates. It yeah. doesn't sort of utilize fats like a lot of our other energy systems or a lot of other systems in our body. Absolutely. Um, so like the, the glucose um, and the quality of the glucose, quality of the carbohydrates does affect um, our brain functioning yeah. as well. Yeah. And when we think of quality of life, you know, if I don't have carbohydrates and um, or if I'm cutting out a food group, mm. something's got to be of a mess. And when you mm. kind of think of glucose and you think, oh, concentration, my ability to concentrate on something, yeah. my ability to study, my ability to think and yeah. um, feel rational. Mm. You know, um, we talk about being hangry, so hungry, angry. Yeah. You know? If we're starving ourselves on any level, what, that's not just cutting it out. You know, whether you're just cutting it out completely or you're really minimizing your yeah. meals, whatever that might look like. Um, yeah, you start to things start to change within the body that has an outcome. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And like the um, the quality of like the the carbohydrate, like we've got our, our low GI and, and yeah. high GI, yeah, like that sort of definitely does affect our energy yeah. levels as well, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, because you're looking at like a piece of white bread, mm. it's very simple carbohydrate. It yeah, it's used up very quickly. It can spike your insulin. It, yeah, it can be sort of that spike and then very quick crash. Yeah. And then if you're looking at a more complex carbohydrate, say like a, I don't know, like lentils or a bean or yeah. sort of like a sweet whole potato. Grain, sweet potato or something like that, the body sort of doesn't go through that ebb and that flow. Mm. It's sort of that slow rise and then that slow pitter out. Yeah. Um, and it gets utilized um, a lot slower and yeah. um, a lot more efficiently. Mm. Um, yeah, and then you go into this whole other thing, you know, when you pair it with protein, carbohydrate with protein, protein. Yeah. You know, reducing that spike as yeah. well. Yeah, it's just this really complex, <laughs> wonderful biochemistry, <laughs> magnificence that yeah. happens in your body. But, um, yeah, definitely. Because um, I've listened to um, an audiobook called The Gut, um, I forget forget the author. She's German. Yeah. Um, and really, really sort of interesting. I, I at times found it quite hard to comprehend what was going on. Mm. But um, you know, it's just incredible to think that we've got a whole like ecosystem mm. inside of us, and especially our gut. Yeah. Like the the micro kind of biome that's in there. Mm. Um, we can like translate that to being an ecosystem in our world here like yeah. the environment and stuff can't we yeah that's like yeah, there's just wonderful. so much going on yeah wonderful way of looking um, at it yeah because absolutely because you know in the gut i think and this is probably you know i think it's around 90 percent of our human cells are gut cells yeah. and then 10 percent are other yes human yes cells um so that's a large part of your body that's just in your gut yeah and um yeah like you're saying lots of more emerging research is coming out Mm. i think in the last i don't know maybe the last three years Mm. i feel like there's this real surge Surge, around that mental health and the gut and that link um, yeah 
and there's lots of wonderful things coming out. Um, it's always good to make sure you analyze. And yeah. Where's yeah. this information coming <laughs> the from? The source of it. Yeah. And, yeah. Because, um, you know, yeah, I think a lot of stuff come out and you go, hey, hey, hang on. Yeah. You know, that was a mouse study. Or yeah. Yeah. Like so it's good to be critical. But yeah, no, they're really emerging with some of that. Mm. Um, yeah, the studies in regards to that. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. And what's your sort of understanding around that link between our, our gut and how our mood essentially and yeah. um, and the food that we sort of eat and how that affects how we're feeling? Yeah, such a complex one. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, <laughs> no, it is, it is. It's such complex, um, but it's beautiful at the same time. Um, the, I suppose it's still emerging and we're still yes. trying to understand it in a way. Um, but the gut and the brain are connected. Yeah. They know that. Um, it's called the gut-brain yeah. axis. Um, and that is connected by sort of vagus nerve. nerves. Yes. Yeah. So um, there's a distinct connection between the two of them. Mm. When it comes to sort of emotions and feelings, predominantly the brain um, and what we've always understood is that the brain produces neurotransmitters, yes. which are hormones that, you know, um, make you feel certain things. things yeah. So say serotonin, um, serotonin f- feel joy and yeah. happiness. Um, dopamine is sort of that you pleasure. Know, pleasure sort of hit yeah um and then you've got your GABA in there as well that sort of modulates anxiety yeah things like that um and what they're finding is that in the gut um that we're being able to in the microbiome there um and like mm. that rainforest that you're mm. talking about um you know these internal gut flora is just sitting on the lining um, within the gut on the mucosa level, yeah, um, just sitting there and creating, and mimicking what's happening in the brain right. as well. So they're creating, you know, serotonin and yeah. GABA and um, all these wonderful things in the gut as well. And um, you know that connection of well, does the gut control some of that mm. thought and feelings and mm. how we feel? as well and um yeah there's certainly a link there um to you know i think they what they do it was some mouse study um that they gave a mouse a toxoplasm bacteria or something like that and it reduced anxiety yes yeah and then this cat was like put it with the cat and yeah. this mouse was not scared of the cat. Because it was something to do with like the smell or yeah. something, I think. Or yeah. might have been a different study, but yeah. 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 And poor mouse got eaten. But Yeah, because he um, didn't have that. There was no fear. fear. Um, so it's interesting the way that you can manipulate the gut bacteria mm. that the thoughts and feelings um, can change. So yeah, yeah, there's lots of amazing stuff coming out. That's, yeah. How we um, look at that. And um you know, kind of, I think it was, oh, here we go. I'm just going to try and dig in the back of my brain. <laughs> Merchnikov or someone, he was the, the, the lead in regards yes. to looking at gut bacteria. Um, I think he sort of died around age 71 yeah, or something that, like that. that and name rings a bell. He, the life expectancy at that time was kind of like 38. Yeah. He was doing a lot of this work in sort of gut bacteria. Yeah. And yeah so, yeah, really amazing stuff. And sort of like if he passed in 1916, you know, this is sort of where yeah. our study is coming from. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... Yeah. It just kind of like blows my mind that 
our gut has all those hormones and mm. those like neurotransmitters being produced in there Happening. which is the same as our brain it's yeah. like yeah as i say the second brain isn't it yeah yeah um, and because they it's 80 percent Eighty-five uh, percent of serotonin, so that joy and that yeah. happiness neurotransmitter, is actually being produced in the gut. gut yeah. Um, so when we look at gut health, we think, hey, we need to really look after this. this if you know this is what's happening. Yeah. You know, um, the gut is also really connected to our endocrine system mm. and our immune system as well. Yeah. They have really direct correlation between yeah. the two. Um, so when you're looking at autoimmune disorders, yeah. things like that, they really starting to really focus on um, how can we change the gut microbiome. Yeah. 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 It's um, <laughs> it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely an area that we need to sort of start looking at as a society, don't yeah. we? Because um the the current trends are like with this fast food and like you know processed stuff everything being um preserved for shelf life Mm. and you know other chemicals and things put in which can then harm us and and sort of you know have that negative effect and and sort of that on us absolutely we definitely Um, live in a faster world yeah where things are more instant yeah even the way we watch tv now so if you know we refuse to watch tv with ads now because it's that sort of that we just want that instant Instant, yeah and you know that next episode yeah you know sort of like it's going to be next and when we kind of look at health we're like what's the pill for that Mm. what's the quick and easy Easy fix fix for that um and sometimes the quick and easy fix is not the answer and when you come and look at sort of gut health you can sort of see no it takes like this multi-modality sort of Mm. holistic approach kind of not just with the food that we eat but also the way that we practice mindfulness yeah the way we we move and and move yeah yeah um you know all affects our gut as well Mm. so um they're finding being out in nature is yeah. our microbiome as well yeah. um, improving that gut flora as well so yeah yeah inflammation even you know That's within a huge one. Gut is another one yeah mm. um a lot of chronic disorders where you're looking at cardiovascular health yeah. and diabetes they're really starting to look at the sort of the pinpoint is this inflammation mm. in the gut as well. Yeah. Um, and what do you mean by that inflammation? Like the um, swelling or like the kind of... Yeah. Inflammation um, is kind of, you know, that um, where the gut flora is not at equilibrium. Yeah. Um, not at that homeostasis level. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like there's a sort of... Um, yeah, an excess of bad gut bacteria or yeah. an overgrowth of yes. where we've fed it with trans fats or yeah. lots of sugar or something yeah. like that and we haven't given it veggies yeah. for a week or something like that. It starts to, you know, become not working yeah. at its optimal level. As it, yeah, it usually and, is. you know, yeah, and when you leave that in a sort of chronic state mm. and go for a longer period of time, that's when it's sort of looking at our more chronic disorders, yeah. high blood pressure, diabetes and things like that can start to come mm. up for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 
when you, because um, I feel like you'd probably be able to relate and explain it a bit easier, but like when you um, sort of first noticed that you weren't feeling right, mm. what was your path to then get yourself back on track? Like what was those sort of, because um, as you sort of said, it can be so complex and yeah. a lot going on, yeah. you know, like do we take these supplements yeah. or like what do I do? Like yeah. what, what do and I cut out? Thing, you know, um, um, what's the treatment pro- protocol yeah. for um, someone? And this is the thing. Everyone is so individual. Yeah. Everyone has a very true, not one size fits all, all for anyone. Mm. Um, and you can't just say you need to go on the quick sugar diet. You yeah. need to go on a paleo diet. You need yeah. to you know what's going to work for one person is not going to work for another yeah when for me um and now i look back on it i had no idea what my nutritionist was doing i was just taking and doing mm. what she said but when i look back on it um yeah she was giving me probiotics she was yeah. you know making sure that my gut microbiome was you know Being working healthy, well yeah there was fish oils happening to take down the inflammation. Yeah. Um, I was reducing um, takeaway foods, so some yeah. of those trans fats. Um, I was getting more veggies, you know, into, back yeah. into my diet. And, getting that fiber know, in the gut. Fiber in, because you know, I got to a stage where it would be like pasta bake. Yeah. And you just do the, you know, the jar of pasta sauce and yes. pasta. Okay. And then, oh, yeah, I better put some peas, throw some peas in there because that's quick and easy. Yeah. Because I've worked a 12-hour day or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, just making sure we're cutting up some spinach yes. and chucking that in, some broccoli yeah. and things yeah. like that. So she was making these wonderful small little changes yeah. that I could adopt in. And that sort of right. grew back to sort of my childhood of, oh, yeah, I'm tapping into yeah. what I've learned before. I just sort of deviated yeah. away from it for a little while. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and that's like an interesting sort of thing that, you know, we we tend to like deviate and, mm-hmm. and sort of go away from what we we know and what we've grown up with yeah um like i i even know that um like i've been probably very similar in your sense like my parents we've always had a veggie garden always you know we've grown our own food and eaten really healthy food and my yeah. dad was an um an ex-chef like oh, wow. Um, yeah. so he has that sort of knowledge and that love for food yeah and um like even when i was in sort of i think it was year 10 i kind of um like i, I had really bad acne mm. and so we we cut out a lot of processed foods a lot of sugars went on to like the the more raw kind of paleo sort of diet yeah um to sort of help and that definitely brought a lot of that as you said, that information down and, yeah. and sort of um, cleared up the, the acne yeah. in some sort of ways. And, but I know um, that it's so easy to go down mm. that quick kind of, uh, you know, I'll just have a pizza or yeah. like I'll just order this or yeah. you're out with friends and, you know, um, they're all getting burgers and yeah. you just get that as well or, yeah. or chips, you know, yeah. the deep fried stuff. It's, it's so easy to yeah. do that, isn't and it? I think um, that's where it comes back to your relationship with food, right. I suppose. Yeah. Um, True. You know, what I have that upbringing, you have that upbringing. Yeah. And when we look at 
you know, other people's relationship with food and what I sort of saw through clinic and doing the clinical work, that people really saw food as you're either going to be fat or skinny. Yeah. There yeah, was that is so true. Body image, uh, image around, around food. It. Yeah. it was like, well, I'm going to slay a burger and a Coke and thick shake and whatnot, but tomorrow I'm not going to eat, eat at all. At all. And I'm going to work my butt off yeah, in the gym or something. Exercise and stuff. And then the next day I can, you know, do it again. So yeah. it's kind of that look at food as in in and out. So that yeah. in and out. And when you're talking, and what I was talking about is that holistic look at food, mm. biochemistry. You know, are we getting veggies? Are, mm. we, are we getting you know vitamins and minerals mm. yeah. that fuel things? Are we looking at how you know, food can impact? You know, is it? Are we having a piece of salmon mm. that's got omega three in it yeah. to reduce inflammation in the yeah. body? So yeah, it's interesting how people have relationship with yeah. food and how they view it and what sort of importance I suppose that's true yeah because they put on that um, I know because I've done um, my Cert 34 in fitness yeah. and you know we, we touched on some stuff in nutrition and obviously we're not trained in nutrition but mm. you know definitely sort of have that awareness around it and um, they, they sort of talk about you know people definitely have that unhealthy relationship they sort of mm. even the ones um where like really skinny yeah um almost to the point of anorexia kind of mm. sort of people are um really not eating much at all mm. because they think if they're they're eating food mm. that they're going to put on weight yes um but you know they need to actually eat food to fuel and and feel alive and then to feel be able well. to exercise yeah. well and yeah and you know do um a whole day's work kind of thing and, exactly. and not crash concentrate yeah energy and to feel joy and yeah all these you know wonderful things, things that food provides right. us by breaking down into little chemicals yeah. um, within the body. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where the sort of the education comes. Mm. Um, health promotion mm. um, is going to that place of we shouldn't feel guilt around food. We should yes. look at I think that's really important. As, you know, this opportunity to fuel ourselves. Yeah. You, know? Um, you know, heating a Kit Kat a day or eating a carrot and hummus for the day. Okay. Yeah. When I pop that up on the screen, what what is it doing for us? Like the Kit Kat's giving us a nice energy spark. And yeah. We're gonna go, yeah, I feel good for like about half an hour. I'm going to get heaps of stuff done. Yeah. When I look at a carrot, I'm like, oh, there's vitamin C in there. I've got, you know, yeah. going to help my immune system. There's fiber in there. That's going to feed my gut. Mm. I look at hummus. I'm like, oh, there's another carbohydrate in there. Yeah. Going to get energy. There's protein in there. Yeah. There's going to be some amino acids. That's going to help our neurotransmitters like there's this whole sort of no level whether you're looking at this carrot and hummus instead of a Kit Kat like yeah. you're just looking at where some people be like well that's gonna taste good and I'm gonna get fat yeah from the Kit Kat and yeah the carrots and the hummus yeah. and you know yeah um you know it's oh, too I suppose hard it's really or, healthy but yeah. yeah but is it really taste good so yeah yeah and that's that whole then that escalates to a whole other thing mm. like, 
when I was back sort of in the health crisis, you know, I'd really gotten used to eating Hungry Jack's Burger and yeah. I'd really gotten used to having a Coke and yeah. whatnot and my taste buds had changed. Yeah. And, you know, when I'd started to put, you know, those extra veggies in the pasta bake, I'm like, mm. yeah, veggies, you know, like there's this different this taste. taste. Yeah. And then slowly you sort of cut all that sort of that really unhealthy food out yeah. starting in one of this healthy food and you're like oh yes this tastes amazing like yeah. this is this is how i remember it and you sort of get back into really um enjoying that sort of cleaner palate i suppose yeah um, yeah. yeah it's definitely yeah definitely an eye-opener mm. Even now, though, um, you know, I will swing by Macca's. And that's the thing. Every, you know, maybe yeah. twice a year or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I have this relationship, I suppose, where I like, I never feel full from having a Macca's burger. Mm. Um, but if I do a nice, like, super salad with, you know, tuna and yeah. sweet potato and some spinach or something like that, chickpeas, whatever, yeah. whatever you can... I kind of feel fuller cool. and yeah. I kind of feel better oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. Just in my energy and clarity. Yeah. You know, it sort of can go longer. And I think that's like a really good one as well. Like that um, sometimes we sort of see some foods as really unhealthy or healthy and we have like these two separate kind of worlds. Yeah. And through like my work as a PT and stuff, you know, we, we try and sort of talk about that um, it is okay to have mm. the the sweet thing, you know, Absolutely. occasionally, but it's not, um, it can't be your staple food, can't be like, you know, the thing you're having every day to give you your energy. Yes. Like it's, it, it's there as a, a little treat, you know, yeah. but you've got to have these basics, got to be able to, you know, as you said, have those good complex carbohydrates, those proteins, mm. the, the healthier um, fats yeah. um, and you know in your diet um, what, what do they say it's like around 80% 90% whole food whole foods, yeah. um, you should be trying to have yeah. um, and then you know that 10 20% is like you know, a little little treat or something Absolutely. as you go along yeah um, and I know for myself that it's it's hard for me sometimes because when um, I'm just say at uni where um, I'm unprepared or like I haven't thought ahead mm. um, and I, I get like a, a meal or something that's um, not as, as good like I, I think of um, I have a really <laughs> I have um, white bread and that mm. sort of stuff yeah. you know that just makes me feel so bloated and, and well, yuck but then I've got to realise that okay that's fine. That's that's in the past. Now let's get back on the track to you know eating those better foods. Absolutely. Um, instead of just getting caught up in that cycle where oh okay I'm then I'm gonna I'm eat the easy stuff. Now. Yeah. 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 It's um I think there's also like a, a stigma around you know when we talk about mental health there's a stigma. Yeah. You know, we're not open. We don't talk about yeah. mental health. I think the same thing when it comes to healthy and unhealthy food mm. there's kind of this stigma put on that you know um that's unachievable or that yeah um, <sighs> that it's not wrong there yeah, yeah or that it's expensive to expensive. eat healthy yeah or that there's this shame 
around I think from a professional a shame that if you wanted to I don't like coke but yeah <laughs> I don't like the taste of it but um I'm trying to think some of my other stuff like I love Macca's fries which yeah. has a lot of trans fats and it's gonna make yeah. me feel super lethargic I yeah. know it's gonna make me feel bloated because of the salt and stuff yeah like I just feel round, round yeah and just don't feel like the self-esteem comes into it but um yeah that's sort of that unhealthy there's this stigma around that as well that we mm. should feel guilt or some shame around mm. unhealthy foods as well mm. and that's sort of in the professional arena yeah um or that yeah when we were talking before like um that healthy food isn't achievable or yeah. that if you're seen eating the carrot and the hummus, like, oh my God, she's so healthy. Yeah. I can't do that. That is so true. I can't so achieve true. that. Yeah. How are you so healthy? You yeah. Know? You're like, well, yeah, you know, trying to get that education out there yeah. and that love of food that I went to the supermarket and picked up a tub of hummus and mm. I picked up a carrot instead of going down the chip aisle. I just yeah. changed where I, I went in the supermarket. Yeah. 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 So what are some other, I suppose, tips that you say to particularly young people? Because I feel like um, that's an important sort of road to sort of build those habits early or build that healthy relationship early on is uh, like, what what do you sort of say to them so then they can empower themselves and and achieve these, you know, healthy eating habits? Yeah. Um, Awesome little tips, I suppose. I suppose the biggest thing that we do at the moment is around um, looking at our fruit and veggies. Yeah. Let's just try and figure out a way to get them into our day-to-day. Yeah. Because we know that helps with our gut. We know that helps Mm. with our energy um, and our day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, Are we getting water? So that real basic. Yeah. So what is the the importance around water? Yeah, water. Water... um, Water, not on a vitamin mineral level, but water, you know, transports oxygen yeah. to the brain. Yeah. So a concentration. Yeah. It clears toxins mm. out of the body. Um, so as a nutritionist, we talk about poo a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you bowel would. movements. Yeah. And when we have, you know, feces sitting in the intestines and it's not moving out, those because it is a yeah. feces we need to expel so, it we're yeah. getting rid of stuff that the body is not supposed to have, have yeah and when someone's constipated and it's sitting in the intestines those toxins are actually recirculating back into the body mm. so we're getting the stuff in there that we shouldn't so water helps clear and make sure we're having good bowel movements mm. yeah um water concentration toxins um yeah yeah, just a general yeah just important it also um the cells in the body also um because they're going to transport nutrients around the body um it keeps the cells plump yeah for a better word i was i was just about to say (laughs) that because it keeps their structure well yeah yeah because that's what cells are is that the majority made up of water and and that um that liquid or that um i can't think of the the no i can't think of it either (laughs) technical chemistry word um (laughs) and this is i should know but anyway um like because is it 
uh, I don't know the percentage, but majority of our body is made up of water. Water, yeah. And so we, yeah, as you said, you do need to keep it. Yeah, and the blood and yeah, that viscous and yes, yeah, it has this amazing properties. And to hear that people don't drink water, mm. they usually come along with the symptoms of. Um, you know, cracked lips or mm. they can't concentrate, they have constant headaches, yeah. they have constant sort of like bowel issues, like feeling because they're constipated. Yes. Yes. So they feel really sore in the stomach, mm. often complain of like a sore throat. Um, so, yeah, the sort of the complications that come with not having water, yeah. often um, feeling like they can't think straight, foggy, foggy feeling. Yeah. Um, and that sort of then leads to sort of the inability to want to do anything as yeah. well. So it becomes quite sedentary and yeah. they're not moving. They don't want to do anything. Yeah. Um, and that sort of in itself leads on to a lot of other depression yeah. and not feeling like that they can contribute cycle. to life. And yeah, so mm. yeah, and water is just as important, important as what we as looking at food, food as well yeah. yeah so then some other things to look at so we've got our, our veggies and our mm. um, fruit so big yeah just trying to incorporate a lot more of that into our diet and into our diet each day yeah because i think the important thing with young people is not to say don't have that <laughs> yeah because you know young people don't want to hear what they can and can't, can't do yeah um so we That's just try and empower true. them with um things that they can change so yeah you know let's have a look at incorporating some water let's have a look at how we can incorporate some fruit and veggies yeah. um and we do the sort of that basic sort of education that food is fuel yeah and let's not look at food as fat and skinny, skinny yeah. yeah unhealthy healthy very, yeah yeah just a very early um intervention yeah around cool food. um and then sort of the other projects we're leading into is doing um cooking videos at the moment yes which is really cool yes so being able to send out ingredients boxes to people um, yeah. to cook up food so we just did a, like a really basic bolognese with a whole lot of veggies yeah in it um and just trying to get people to have a look at mm. Oh, I have fried rice and I have bolognese. Like it's quite an often something that the family would cook. Yeah. But in my fried rice, I'm cutting up silverweed and I'm cutting up cauliflower and I'm cutting up broccoli and yeah. putting that through the and fried just rice. little bits and little bits you know you don't end up tasting it, do you? Yeah. It's kind of like all mixed into one. Yeah, and you sort of encourage this new yeah. vegetable and the whole heap of yeah. nutrients. It's, yeah. If you hadn't. You know, you might have only had corn, peas, and carrots in your whole life. Yeah. Your veggie staple. Yeah. Um, and now we're introducing, you know, greens and, and greens and stuff, yeah. and the whole lot of another set of vitamins and minerals yeah. are coming into your life and into your body as well. So. And it's like with the bolognese, you know, people often just have like mince and then the spice, yeah. whereas like you can be grating up carrots, zucchini, yeah. you know, cauliflower stems, broccoli stems, like <laughs> yeah. we're putting... You can put everything, like... You know, great everything. Yeah. Some Brussels sprouts yeah, I did yeah. the other day. Like yeah. you can chuck all And it them. all just absorbs that flavor and you don't end up tasting the individual kind of carrot or whatever it's it's one sort of beautiful kind of mix yeah and it's just Um, a nice way to sort of introduce people to vegetables yeah they could be you know there's a stigma around that they don't taste nice i think that's yeah important as well yeah so we've got to start 
um, introducing it to the taste buds again. Yeah. And, and how it's cooked because I know that um, my mum often talks about this is that when she was growing up, it was like meat and free veg and mm. like the, the veg were over overcooked or over steamed and very yes. bland and yeah. like not not good tasting at all yeah. and um weren't sort of you know yummy and you didn't want to eat them yeah yeah um and i think dad um has been completely different like and and through being a chef as well you learn different techniques and yeah. you know you sort of pick up on on ways to make those vegetables taste beautiful yeah. and you know even like roasting them and putting some spices some rosemary on, yeah. on them and yeah. that's sort the of thing yeah you can change up the profile of how yeah. they taste you know when you look at a cauliflower i kind of think like you could steam it and have it plain yeah or you could roast it yeah and like yogurt and paprika yeah. or something and turmeric yeah. and it just gives off this different taste yep. profile that's mm. so exciting to the taste buds that's, and yeah. it just changes things up so or even like um one of our staples that dad and i and mum uh, yep. always have and we usually have it on at like a breakfast or something it's like we have heaps of silver beet growing in the backyard and um and we'll fry that up and having it in that just by itself it's very bland yeah. but we drizzle a bit of honey on it and right. mix it out and oh, it's just yeah. so so Yum. tasty and I don't like know if just I've brings had honey on silver beet I'm gonna yeah. try that now <laughs> yeah it's beautiful yeah um so it's just thinking about those little things yeah. isn't it um yeah. but it can be very hard to um, when you're in a mindset or when you've grown up with only certain things mm. um, a, a, a certain way, yeah. it's hard to expand and think of Absolutely. new ingredients. Absolutely. I think that's trying to find um, either, you know, you're wanting to start to explore nutrition or mm. explore food or you're yeah. going through a health crisis and, you know, things need to change because you yeah. someone or the doctor says you need to change your diet. Uh, yeah. Trying to reach out to those people, whether that be a professional or yeah. someone that you know um, is quite... They've done it themselves you know, or gone has through a that. different relationship yeah. with food than you do. Um, you know, a perfect example is... But I've always had cereal, Nutri-Grain for breakfast every day of my oh, life, so you know, and to change that up and go, I'm going to have a poached egg on sourdough toast. Yeah. Oh my God, i got to learn how to poach an egg, you know, yeah. where do I buy so- sourdough uh, from? Yeah. Like it's this, it's this complex Fixing. sort of change, something mm. to change, but something easy to change if we do it in small, small steps, small steps and really that's... achievable steps. Yeah. I know if I go down the bread aisle that this sourdough is gonna there, there and I'm going to swap that out this week yeah. or and then the next week I'm going to learn how to poach an egg yeah. and I'm going to have that for dinner because I have time, yeah. dinner time to try that. And then when I've kind of mastered it, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to incorporate that into my one. breakfast yeah. or, you know, so it's just doing those really tiny small changes. Yeah, because yeah. I think... Um, that's probably where I've gone wrong in some aspects with some things like I, I get all these ideas and I'm like, um, I want to try all this and yeah. implement all this, all these new habits, whether it be not just around food, but yeah. other, other aspects. And yes. I go, let's try it all at once. And then <laughs> nothing works. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> what was the point in that? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, um, as you said, those small little steps and, yeah. you know, it really goes against the, the grain of society. Cause as you said, at the very start, we're wanting that quick fix. We're wanting that instant, mm. um, thing that's going to make us feel good, yeah. but it's, it, 
um, and what I'm really learning. I've, I've always probably, it's always been there in the background and I've been very lucky. I've had parents that have brought me up that way. Mm-hmm. But what I am learning is that, you know, things take time yes. to happen and to start, you know, even after I know you, you start feeling um, after a good meal, you feel good, mm-hmm. but then you got to continue that. And, and those benefits, like if you're doing it for a health crisis, like your, mm-hmm. your skin, like I was mm-hmm. by just changing it and, um, you know, in a week's time, it's not going to clear up. You've no. got to wait. you got to, yeah. you know, yeah. yes, you may feel good instantly, but yeah, those more significant changes take Absolutely. time. Yeah. Um, and, and taking those small steps is really important. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even for exercise, I suppose you would find the same thing. Yeah. Just go to four PT sessions. No, <laughs> no. You Cause your body's just going to be absolutely knackered <laughs> yeah. and you're not going to be able to do the next, you know, yeah. four weeks. You're like, hell no to exercise. I'm never yeah. doing that again. Yeah. And I might start with just walking around the block. That's it. Yeah. Or it yeah. might be, you know, and then it comes up to twice a week and you start walking 45 minutes. Yeah. Things that like that. Slow progression. Slow progression. Mm. Easy changes to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, now, something that I'm being reading more and more about and it keeps popping up for me is around like intermittent fasting. Yeah. I don't know if you know much about intermittent fasting or fasting in general and what that does and like around our circadian rhythms and the time of day we should be eating. Are you able yeah. to sort of touch on on that? Probably not to a full extent yeah. because it's sort of kind of one of those ones that are just yeah. emerging, emerging yeah. again. <laughs> I think it come like it was very big in sort of the 80s or something yes. like that and so sort of now the research has been pulled out yeah, again yeah. and people are really like we went keto and we went paleo and we went quitted sugar and yeah. now and we're intermittent and then fasting yeah. um it's yeah from it i can't really talk to it to a biochemistry yeah level. that's, that's um, but um i think the important thing is not one size fits all Yes. Yes. I think so uh, the biggest thing is um, when you take on something like that, it's having a really good self awareness mm. of your body that you really checked in to your health. health. Yeah. If it was someone that had diabetes or someone that had really complex health issues and they're jumping into intermittent yeah, fasting, fasting you kind of want to be working with a professional at yeah. that stage. Like that would be quite you know, yeah. detrimental to your health, health when yeah. you're looking at insulin regulation. So, yeah, I think the, I've sort of dabbled with it mm-hmm. myself and um, I find, you know, I will eat sort of kind of like a bigger meal in the morning and yeah. then I will eat a really light meal in the evening yeah Um, yeah i think the biggest thing for me and this is not for everyone i will listen to my body Mm. i'm particularly stressed i'm not gonna eat because it's just it's just not gonna digest that's true it's not gonna assimilate it's not gonna absorb any or then we will absorb some nutrients but not a lot um and am i just doing it because it's 12 o'clock and it's lunchtime Am I listening to yeah. my body is hungry? Um, like last night, I had the biggest bowl of bolognese, like full on. I was yeah. starving. I just needed to like eat, eat. And I felt like there was a hole inside of me. And yeah. 
you know, it had lots of wonderful veggies in there and, yeah. you know, pasta, you know, it was, yeah. it was just homemade and yes. stuff like that. So I was like, yes, going to eat this pasta. This morning when I was like checking in with my body, I was like, I am not hungry. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I know it's morning it's time, time, but I'm not hungry. feeling hungry. Yeah. I feel quite clear. I feel like I can attack the day. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of like at six o'clock this morning. Yeah. And then it kind of like... 9.30, I started to get these, like, hunger pains yeah. and sort of starting to feel this sort of slump in energy. I'm like, right, I yeah. need to have breakfast. Yes. I need yeah. to have some sort of fuel right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting intermittent fasting. Mm. But um, I think there needs to be some self-awareness awareness too to your body. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. um, that's like... You know, it's it's hard as well when you're at school because um, you kind of have recess and lunch and you have mm-hmm. these period of times that you have to eat in. Yes. And, you know, often, um, well, for me, like, there were the times I was hungry. Yeah. But, like, you know, others, they're not hungry. They, they don't need it then. Like, yeah. um, they might sort of, yeah, feel like having a, a bigger meal as an afternoon kind of thing or breakfast or yeah. whatever and it's yeah. as you said not not one size fits all no um yeah. one thing that i struggle with at the moment is i i eat a lot <laughs> and I, I sometimes think am i eating too much yeah um but then it's like well um i look at what i'm doing and i'm like you know expending the energy and, and I, I am probably needing it um but yeah. then i I sort of have through like doing different readings and stuff and like journals and um, scientific papers. It's like, well, um, should I maybe be trying to concentrate the the meal sizes at different Mm. times and maybe not have a a larger meal at night so I sleep better or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's coming back to that sort of that self awareness. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I'm not sleeping well let's have a look at why you're not sleeping well mm. is it are we drinking six cups of coffee for the True, day yeah you know? mm. um is it that you're having this humongous meat meal or yeah something like that, yeah that you didn't prepare yourself so you haven't sort of got the enzymes yes. in your body yeah. kicking and firing away ready to digest a big mm. meat meal um because that that's definitely a thing isn't it when yeah. you start preparing it you, you those smells and yeah. as you said the enzymes and you like get the the taste sense <laughs> yeah like, it creates like that kicks off the yeah. digestion happening and things like that so true. you know um what's happening with around meal times mm. you know, am i stressed am i with people that i feel safe with yeah that, that, that all know, plays I a significant role. is this a joyous time for me mm. to eat you know um yeah, how is this going to sit? I know at night time I cannot eat garlic. I find it really stimulating. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just through sort of discovering, wow. just being sort of self-awareness so yeah. that um, I'm like, oh, yeah, every time I eat garlic, I cannot go to sleep. Like, it's, I find it very stimulating to my gut, yeah. to my digestion. And, yeah. yeah, and I will tend to stay awake because things are processing and moving yeah. around. So, yeah. It's definitely like this awareness around mm. food. Yeah. Mm. Such a complex creature. <laughs> it is. It is. But it's a wonderful one yeah. once you start sort of getting on that track, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's um, something that I think I've really taken it on 
on board myself since moving away from home because mm-hmm. I think living at home like you, you and I was very as I said before very lucky to have um, a great upbringing around food mm-hmm. I took a lot of that for granted and then moving away it's like oh okay now I need to do it all myself <laughs> like you know but I, I was lucky um, that I kind of kept at it and I was like okay I found a good fruit and veg shop in Bendigo and yeah, I went there and you know brought all my fruit and veg and yeah. like <laughs> I'd come home with a massive box and I'd spent $15 and it was like real cheap stuff real yeah. good healthy fruit and veg and yeah. um, my housemates would look at me and I massive huge box and yeah. you know it'd probably last them a couple of weeks and that, I'd go for that in a week yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but like so I'm really sort of still trying out new things and mm. as you said once I try something then I sort of think oh does that does that work and when you try something you got to um, stick at it for a little bit mm. to go is this going to make a change absolutely um, you can't just you know quit coffee and then go um, for a day and go oh I, I don't feel, feel any different yeah. and then go back to coffee kind of Absolutely. thing. Um, you need to kind of stick at it for, you know, a couple of weeks. I yeah. think they say around four weeks at yeah. least to sort of have a look. See um, what that effect on caffeine is on your body. Yeah. Yeah, I know we were talking about yeah. it before the podcast and I was saying, you know, for me to drink coffee, like diarrhea straight away like this really anxious jitteriness Mm. kind of like a sweaty kind of feeling but oh my gosh I get a lot of work done within sort of hour two hours like I am being very alert Um, but then I would and I could have that at sort of 7.30 in the morning and Mm. caffeine's half life I think is around five hours or something like that so I should pretty much be right for bedtime but I wasn't and just finding that I wasn't having very deep sleep. Right. Um, yeah, and then sort of waking up the next morning going, oh, my God, where's the coffee? coffee yeah. Like this sort of grogginess yeah. feeling in the morning, like I just need that clarity again, mm. sort of this cycle happened. But then I hear other people like coffee, no worries, yeah, this sort of gives me a little bit, but I just really love the taste. Yeah. I don't have any gut issues. That's probably more me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want your body. Yeah. I love coffee. I love the taste of yeah. coffee. Um, I love the... The aroma. Yeah, yeah, the aroma and just the way the making of it. And yeah. The, yeah, the ceremony of it. Yeah. The habit and the holding. Mm, and yeah. Yeah. Even just going to the coffee shop and mm. being friendly with your barista mm. like how amazing yeah. is that for mental health oh, like I that know. community yeah. connection yeah yeah see what food can do yeah um but yeah know. yeah everyone is different so mm. yeah when we look at it from a clinical level like what's happening for the individual, individual yeah yeah and that goes back to that unhealthy healthy kind of thing like some people see coffee as real evil or mm. unhealthy and it's not good mm. but then it can be really beneficial for others like i know um it has as you said those amazing cognitive functions and it depends of where it's sourced as well Mm. of the um the quality of the coffee absolutely and um and around that as well like coffee has a really good um or caffeine has a really good um enhancement for sports yes um yeah like it it really sort of kicks off a lot of things and um helps improve the the sports performance and um so for athletes and people that are training like it can be 
a good stimulant. Yeah, because is it the vasodilation? Yes. It's kind of that vasodilation. Yeah. That the energy, she, yeah. The blood cells. Correct. Get the muscles going. Uh, pumping, yeah, yeah, and get that oxygen around yeah. um, because it, yeah, with the stimulus, it sort of kicks off that um, sympathetic nervous system, yeah. which then... Um, sort of as you said vasodilates get, makes those blood vessels bigger more yeah. blood can be pumped more yeah. oxygen can transport yeah. around the body to the working muscles yeah. they can use that oxygen yeah. and you know perform like um harder or bigger contractions and then you can run faster or swim yeah. faster or yeah. lift heavier yeah. um so it has that benefit yeah um but then for others that aren't you know, sports performers or athletes or mm. um, doing those sort of intensive stuff. Yeah. As you said, for you, like, it can have that diuretic effect yeah. or, um, you know, not be so good on you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so yeah, every food that? has their pros and cons, don't absolutely. they? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, how does that sit within mm. the body? Um, yeah, definitely. Even, you know, when you look at the avocado, if you want to look at healthy, unhealthy, like avocado being healthy there's some omega-3s in there yeah true fats. yeah it's good for making hormones yeah like fats are really important yeah um and but some people don't have the ability to digest, digest fats. it properly yes um and are just going to feel awful from eating any sort of form of sort of avocado mm. and seeds mm. and how can we improve that and manipulate it so that they do yeah. still get that um so yeah it's interesting how it can play out in someone's body, Pretty, whether yeah. it be healthy or unhealthy, whatever you want to label it. Yeah. Yeah. What the benefit is of it. Be. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Oh, this has been awesome chat. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we probably should wrap, wrap things up. I told it? you you were going to have to tell me to stop talking. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, we might have to, um, next time I'm back in Horsham, we have another catch up and, and, um, touch on some other topics or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I suppose, did you have any kind of parting um, advice or things? Because my, my audience, I guess, is more the ones at uni mm. on a tight budget. Um, you know, we're sort of living away from home for the first time. We, yeah. we touched on those things before about getting um, good fruit and veg into yeah. us and slowly progressing that and, and yeah. drinking more water. Yeah. Um, what are some other sort of simple sort of things we can yeah. do yeah. instead of just getting so bogged down in the, the complexity of Absolutely. the world? I think time is a factor always. Mm. Um, so having like um, your pastas and your rices um, sort of cooked up in bulk and freezing them True. into small little packs. True. Um, even, you know, if you don't, you don't have the skills or, you know, buying little rice pods and waving them up with a can of tuna and learning to pop a few veggies um, with it just to try and get some really good nutrients at Mm. some sort of meal times i think the other thing with uni is alcohol like yeah tends to be more of consumption around alcohol um so just making sure that you're aware around alcohol being a depressant that you're going to start feeling sort of yeah. lower in mood and things like that even though it, it feels good at the time that it can really yeah. impact the way the next day and, and yeah. feelings and whatnot as well so making sure we get some good nutrients yeah um, in there is important so 
Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. Um, Get friendly with your grocer. Yeah. 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 You know, creating that community yeah. with that relationship with yes. your grocer. They love fruit and veg. Yeah. Right? They do. You go to yes. that little, you know, fruit house shack, fruit shop yeah. or the yeah, fruit shack or things like that or your juice bar and things yeah. like that. You know, talk to them about, hey, what's in season? You know, yeah. what's good at the moment? And they probably tell you like, oh, you've got to roast up cauliflower. You've got to give that a crack. <laughs> like they love that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, finding a community within food as food. well. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we'll end with a few sort of questions right. that I like to sort of finish the podcast <laughs> off with. Um, if you were to meet sort of anyone in the world, whether they be, you know, famous or ordinary or dead or alive, yep. who would it be and, and why? So through my lifetime, I've been asked this question a couple of times. Like yeah. It always comes up at yeah. like a function or a dinner party and I just always get so stumped. <laughs> and I think because I'm such a curious person, yeah. I think we should just be curious to everyone's story sure with whoever they are mm. um, and just sort of understand where people are coming from and mm. sort of extend that curiosity as a kind of kindness um to understand yep. what other people go What's through going on um i think you know we kind of look at people as successful or had a hard time or whatnot but yeah. just being very aware of everyone and we can be quick story. to judge someone yeah or put ourselves like to a certain level level or, you know, you know richard branson has yeah all these airplanes and, and yeah this company how do you get there yeah you know yeah but then you might see my story how yeah do i get there you know i'm just an average person yeah. so you know just being curious of everyone's story i think what you're doing yeah 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 pretty much and i just this is slightly off topic but yeah. something that i um i was listening to a podcast the other day around our brains and around psychiatry and and um mental health and i think it's um daniel amen he's a, in america he's mm-hmm. a um, psychiatrist over there yeah and um you know, he's worked with Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, we see Justin Bieber sometimes as, like, his early days when he was really successful and then when he went real kind of, um, I suppose, society. Risky behavior. Yeah, and, like, angry. Yeah. Portraying him as. Risky behavior. Yeah. And Daniel Amen, the psychiatrist, um, did all these brain scans on him and um, found out that his temporal lobe or some part of his brain was um was not sort of working and mm. and sort of he then implemented some of like food and some things to yeah. change that and um then that's kind of like completely flipped him and he's yeah. now you know on a different sort of path so yeah. it just goes to show that you really cannot judge someone by what they present or why yeah. what the media sort of says yeah. everyone there's always something else going on absolutely you know is um, it food is it yeah. trauma or is yeah. it experience yeah. you know what's happening yeah yeah just being um, inquisitive yeah definitely yeah. and you know everyone has their story and everyone has their reasons for various things um, yeah and we can learn from other human yeah. beings yeah yeah definitely yeah now awesome i'm so glad you, you brought that up i, I yeah. loved that answer yeah, exactly. i don't think anyone's actually said that i think I really, most people have said a 
person, yeah. but you know, yeah. being curious about everyone's. I think yeah, it's really could cool. Pinpoint I one would, person. Yeah, yeah. I would have to be. I would be googling. Yeah. Like, oh, what's that person's story? What's yeah. that person's story? Because I reckon, um, I reckon my like answers always change yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd yeah. be like oh, I don't want to meet this person yeah. or whatever you yeah, know we're talking about gut health today. yeah like oh, I want to meet this merch cloth guy yeah and ask him why he decided to drink cola yeah. or whatever you know yeah what, what drove him to do to that. that you know yeah things like what, what state of mind was he in at that stage yeah to, you know uh, stuff it all just down to some <laughs> possibly deadly stuff, stuff yeah, yeah just great yeah yeah just definitely. being curious of everyone yeah awesome they come from. yeah awesome um now if you were to give any advice to your 18 year old self mm. what advice would that be to my 18 year old self i went to a really small school like yeah tiny school yeah matoa yes um and you kind of just had to be friends with everyone mm-hmm. um because you're stuck in a classroom of 12. Yeah. And I think um, at that stage, being so cur- curious of the world and what's happening outside of mm-hmm. arrangements, I think I would tell Louise when she was 18 that you're going to find your people. You're going to find people that yeah. get you, that, you know, yeah. that you're going to have something in common with, that you're not alone. Yeah. 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 I think that's what I'm saying. I found that myself like I definitely had my really close friends at school and I yeah. still keep in touch with them today but yeah. since moving to uni I've found like my crowd and I've touched on this a few times in my mm-hmm. podcast like I've found my, my group of actors like that community there and just yeah. feel like I can be myself yes. around them Yeah, and it's really empowering absolutely um, so yeah no, awesome yeah. perfect perfect words of, um, of wisdom there Louise <laughs> um and my last question is, what sparks you now? What gets you fired up? I think it's still food. Yeah. I think to, and we were talking about this before, mm. before we got on the podcast, just making food together. Yeah. Whether that yeah. be on the fire. Yeah. And outdoors. And, yeah. um, you know, the other day we made a damper and mm-hmm. chuck some Nutella in it. Yeah. Yes, I bought Nutella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> chuck some Nutella in it and just wet, was outside making damper. And, yeah. um, you know, you just feel this, like, sense of um, being together yeah. and yeah. this joy and this passion. And I think just trying to... Um, express that outwards mm-hmm. that sparks me to want to educate people to fall in love with food in that way um, yeah that it can be joyous and definitely can fuel us in yeah a way that's productive yeah yeah so oh. i think that's that's still. what sparks me and still does. yeah yeah and i'm like when you told me that um headspace got the funding to do your your kind of um packages i was like wow that's so awesome that you can still have um that impact in in headspace um because um and that's that's the uh, i think the thing around headspace or around mental health is not just 
our minds or whatever it's it's a whole kind of picture yeah. so it's really really awesome that you can yeah. bring that into your yeah. job so yeah, it's wonderful yeah yeah i really do commend you for the work that you do there yes. and i'm um, looking forward to keeping that relationship going there as well absolutely thanks so, thank no you. and thank you for your support around mental ah. health it's an important conversation to have so yeah lots of wonderful people like you out in the world oh. just talking about it it's important thank you louise yeah. cheers <laughs> Oh, how cool was that conversation with Louise? Jesus, that brought some light to um, some really interesting sort of topics or, or facts around nutrition and how nutrition really does impact how we are feeling. And, and the science is proving this more and more nowadays. Um, gone, you know, 20, 50 years ago, it wasn't there and... and you know, it was still being discovered, but now we, we know that the food we eat impacts how we are feeling and impacts um, how our mind works. Um, it's just incredible and it blows my mind um, how much of an impact it has. And it just goes to show that mental ill health or mental health in general isn't just a, a one solution. It, it's a multifaceted um sort of solution or, or sort of component that we need to understand that it's this holistic picture it takes into account the the nutrition side of things the the physical side of things um and what we're doing for our our emotions our soul our enjoyment all that so it's not just oh okay we need to fix the mind and it's essentially not fixing the mind it's how can we actually put in those positive emotions um that sort of thing so yeah it's it's incredible and something that I, I love looking into more and more. And, and I definitely did that last semester, just or the semester just gone. Uh, with one of my subjects, we, we dove deep into um, a lot of that nutrition side of things, um, specifically around performance. So really cool stuff. But um, I hope you, you took something away from this episode. I certainly got a greater understanding on, on some of the areas there and I'll, I'll touch on them in my... Um, my EJ's Insightful Sparks, which I um, will be doing. But um, for now, you know, if you did enjoy this episode, make sure we we give it a like, make sure we, we take a screenshot, send it to your friends, um, send it to, you know, your loved ones, whoever, send it to someone who you think needs to hear this. Also, um, check it up on your Instagram stories, tag myself at EJ's uh, EJ Spark underscore conversations and tag um, Headspace Horsham as well um, while you're at it and um, and yeah just spread the spread the word spread the love spread the the knowledge and that's that's essentially what this podcast is about bringing to light these these topics um, so you know as always let's get out there and spark that conversation because we know that conversation is progress thanks everyone for listening peace out and I'll see you next week for a ripper episode.